0: episode 56 of The Nail, Tom Valentino and Travis Uli. We are face-to-face for the first time, my man, (laughs) doing one of these things. Fantastic. You have to
1: look at me
0: now. It it only took 56 episodes, but here we are.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. So, uh, hey, this week we are talking college football, and with the New Year's Six Bowl games coming up this weekend, we are in the offices of the News Herald, uh, to do this episode and we are joined by NH Sports editor Mark Podolski Poto, uh, welcome back to the nail
2: thank you for having me and uh, it was fun to talk college football last year and i can't i can't wait to, let's let's rock and roll Yeah, you are our first repeat guest
0: the first three timer cuz uh, he was on last year when we did the bulls and um when i went down to Akron and talked That's to uh, right. shooter oh, mcgavin yeah, back the in legend, May. shooter That's mcgavin right. shooter time
1: nice. oh, gosh
0: yeah how do you think he
1: feels that like no one actually knows his name He's shooter
0: to everyone <laughs> he uh,
2: think for yourself man I love Christopher McDonald
0: he is an all-time that guy because he has he's yes. had uh, several roles I think that you would recognize him in sure and uh, that I think happy Gilmore is still the the best of the best for him but yeah, uh, but you know he's had a nice career for himself I don't sure. I don't think he's uh, losing any sleep uh, when he checks his bank account so. so yeah I gotta good.
2: say, say this, this is a this will be a much more interesting conversation. Because last year we had this conversation without the Buckeyes involved and we got the Buckeyes, yeah. Holy Buckeye, back, Holy back Buc- in the fray. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, if we learned anything from last year, um, I think it set the record, and it's, the record still stands as being the longest episode I know. that we ever did. I think we went for close to an hour and 20. I remember
2: you saying, well, let's fly through these other games. I think we talked for about 20 minutes we on, on the uh, on the Peach Bowl. I, I with, was going to uh, say when, <laughs> when, when, the, <laughs> when
0: the Peach Bowl with Houston and Florida State <laughs> that was being played at noon on New Year's Eve. Right. Got uh, twenty minutes of talk that we're in trouble. We so. probably
1: talked about it longer than I actually
0: watched the game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, I think you had said, uh, "Look Watch out up. for Houston," yeah. and yeah. sure yeah. enough, yeah. They, well we
2: got uh, another game on the New Year's Six schedule that I think people need to be aware of with this Cotton Bowl matchup with Western Michigan and and Wisconsin. So, you know, you get those, you get these these games where you got this program a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity dangerous team in that respect
0: all right Very we're gonna dangerous. we're gonna get into the cotton bowl in a minute because I, I have a couple thoughts on that myself but yeah, I know you wanted to talk sun bowl um because we didn't cram enough bowl games into this last year
2: we're gonna go
0: a uh, seventh bowl this year uh, sun bowl coming up I what is that uh December
2: 30th this Friday
0: okay so that's gonna be on Friday um and North Carolina playing Stanford right
2: yes uh Christian McCaffrey less Stanford
0: how do you feel about that, that he's not playing and then we got Leonard Fournette not playing for uh You know, Travis uh, and I were LSU. talking
2: we're talking before the show and you know, each case is different. And in with the in the case of Leonard Fournette, I don't have a huge problem with it because he seems like he's been battling this ankle problem all season and it's sort of been nagging and Yeah,
1: he's not even the leading rusher on his team. Right. Which I, I mean I think most people don't even realize.
2: But so, you know, sometimes they see these ankle injuries, these high ankle sprains gonna last an entire season. And so, in that respect, I think they've—he's probably got the blessing of the coaching staff and his players. But the McCaffrey thing—it just rubs me the wrong way. I think anybody who's played sports, the competition factor—you know, just being there for your team, especially in the sport of football—you know—call me crazy—it just screams a little bit of like elitism, and which rubs me the wrong way. And I know, in the grand scheme of things, these games don't mean anything outside of the college football playoff and maybe somebody's other New Year's six games. And I think it's guys, just my personal opinion. I think
1: guys on the team, they want to win it this year. Long-term, I don't know that they're really going to care that much. Like 10 years from now, all those does, kids that won the bowl Rose game Bowl, they're, yeah, they're not going to sit down and no, tell their I, kids about the time they played North Carolina in the Sun Bowl. Um, and also, considering McCaffrey already knows he's leaving – it might be helpful for one of those guys who's going to have to step in and fill those shoes yeah. next year to get that additional practice as the number one. So to some extent, if they were in like an elite bowl, and obviously if they were in a playoff, there's no way he'd be sitting out. Um, if he was in a Rose Bowl or something, it might be a little more important to him. But yeah, you're right to the guys that are playing the game matters for three and a half hours. Once right. the game's over, they don't really care that much. They're you not going to be that upset that they lost. They might be kind of pumped that they won, but after they get on their plane or bus or whatever and go back home, they're probably not going to think that much about
2: no, it. No, and you make a good point about, well, if this was a bigger game, and this kind of speaks to the, the dilution of these ball games. Like, what do you constitute a bigger game? Like,
1: they did. I mean, yeah, you're right. Bowl I mean, It like, used to be a huge deal to the guys that were playing in them. And I think outside of the playoff and maybe a couple here and there. Yeah, like, these New
2: Year's Six. I mean, right. Like, well, what is the, like, I don't know, Like, what do you constitute the big game if it's not a playoff?
0: See that's the thing is where I think it's going to be really interesting to draw the line because the worst case scenario is what we saw last year in the Fiesta Bowl with Ohio State and Notre Dame. It was um, the, the Notre Dame can Jalen Smith, Jalen Smith, the ruined his knee totally, yeah. and really hasn't been right since lost about eighteen million guaranteed dollars. But did, exactly. did you see
2: what he tweeted though when that started becoming a big? It's cock easy to cook. say
1: that now. It's he, easy to, if you went back and said you could have this today. At the end of this right. game, you could have this or you could have this. I'm not sure his answer is well, the same. It's you, you, easy to go back and say it now because he's already gone through it. Right, all.
2: but it's impossible to go back. You can't do that. Right, that's you know? what I'm
1: saying. That's why I think it, that's a, that's
2: a bit revisionist history. For yeah, him. but if it's you still a, able to go back. It's and still say, interesting that someone who's went through that says, "I would go back and yeah. do it again." That seems, you know, that's...
1: I also kind of think it's one of those things where it's like back in my day, we did. It's easy well, for him to say now, maybe. and it's sort of. It makes him look like more of a team player, but I have a feeling if you went back to him before that game last year and said, "This is going to happen," you're going to lose, you know, fifteen, twenty million guaranteed dollars. Right? Give Marty McFly <laughs> to say, pull out, uh, pull out the Sports Almanac. He's hanging out at and Biff t- Tannen's <laughs> Bl-
2: Vegas resort <laughs> in that oh, casino. <laughs> exactly.
1: If they could pull out Gray's Sports Almanac and tell you right. what happens, then sure. But I, I think that's revisionist history. If you were a dad. What would you tell your kid to do? Because I guarantee McCaffrey's talking to his dad, and that's the guy who's – I guarantee he has his dad's blessing to do it. Guy who played in the league it's a different and, era. and got by – It's a different
2: era I mean, his dad now. made his
1: name in the league, you know, being that tough, always available. He wasn't a great player by any stretch of the imagination, but made a long career for himself right. by being that guy that always showed up every game to play and put in the hard work. So the fact he gives his kid, you know, that blessing, and I'm assuming he did. I don't know how much he's actually said about it, but – um, I feel like that's. I'm okay with it.
0: I don't think we'll ever see somebody sit out a, a playoff game, one of the no. semifinal bowls. No. But I absolutely think, and it's not, as far as I know, it's not happening this year. One of those New Year's six games that is not a semifinal. Um, I, I think you'll see more and more kids in the coming years, especially um, at a position like running back. I mean, running you only back is get...
1: also a very unique position. I think because. Ezekiel, it's kind of the guy that flipped it back into a position that people again are going to say maybe it is worth taking those guys, number one, because for a while there, it seemed like that position was going the way of you don't touch it in the first round. It's just not worth it unless it's one of those elite. You know, guys. I know
2: we got to go on, but I I just think that no uh, t- uh, the an angle to the story no one's talking about that is going to happen eventually is like, let's say, um, you know, there's all these rivalry games all over the country, like West Virginia, Pitt. Who don't play each other anymore, but still, like let's say Purdue, Indiana, Michigan, Notre Dame. Let's. I'm talking about games at the end of the year. Let's say oh, okay. like Purdue, Indiana, and for one, let's say five years from now, the number one overall pick is a defensive end from Purdue. You know, Ryan Kerrigan came out of there, who's a great player for the Redskins. Now, let's say he was a number one overall pick, and they Purdue and Indian were playing in this rivalry game for the old Oaken bucket. Love that, <laughs> love that name. But let's say both teams are five and seven. Right. The game doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Well, what they if wouldn't this guy's five and seven? Huh?
1: They wouldn't both be five and seven. Or whatever, just whatever they were, you know. <laughs> say, they both, say they both. This have is how seven we go losses. an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> I know. I'm
2: just saying. So let's say this guy, Joe Smith, the projected number and overall pick in the draft. I'm not going to a bowl game. I know this is a rival game. I'm sitting it out. It's going to start stretching into the regular season eventually. I can see that. And I think that's where it's going to be a problem. I can see that. I think it's pretty rare that a guy
1: that's going to be that highly ranked would be on a team that loses that much. Um, it's it's, but it's, it's before. certainly possible. It yeah, could happen. It's certainly possible. I think, yeah, you're going to see it more. I don't really have a problem with it because those they have so much to lose. Yeah. And the way I look at it is if it was my kid – I'd probably advise them to do the same thing as much as, yeah, I'd probably be a huge fan of whatever team right. he's playing for. Um, and I would want them to win that game. But at the end of the day, it can, you know, it can really make or break a kid's career. And you look at Jalen Smith, he's still, I know they were saying he might be able to get on the field this year, but I don't think that's going to happen at this point.
0: No. So, Poto, the reason that we wanted to talk about the Sun Bowl originally was Mitch Trubisky, North Carolina quarterback, <laughs> Uh, He'll be playing in that game. He is not setting it out, Um, and I know that uh, when we had uh, Jeff Shudell on a couple weeks ago, he seemed very high on Trubisky in in terms of a possible prospect for the Browns in the draft coming up um, in the springtime. Um, What do you think of Mitch Trubisky, and and what are you looking for uh, in in this game?
2: Well, I mean, I think I'm looking for him to finish strong. I think the end of the season was, has been a disappointment for him and his team. I think they went one and two down the stretch. And I think the one game was a FCS opponent. I can't remember who they played. So they lost to, uh, Duke and they lost to NC State. You know, Trubisky played okay in both games. I think the high watermark for him has been earlier in the season, the, that two game stretch against Florida State and Pitt where he was just out of this world. I mean, I I read or, or and I saw a video of like a pre-bowl uh, pre- video where he was talking about how they've just they've got to finish strong and they and you know. But I think for him, uh, he's I think he quote his quote was it's a confusing time for him, We're trying to weigh draft preparations, uh, seeing where he's right, projected and, and, and is he ready? You know, the biggest thing is he ready. And he and he even said in the video like. Mike Stock might not ever be higher. I mean, he's got. I think he's got a little bit to prove. I think a big, strong finish will help him. Um, in terms of being a number one overall pick, it's 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 a crapshoot. I mean, we, you know, last year we we're talking doing this bold stuff, and Carson Wentz was getting ready to play in the national championship game in FCS. He was on anybody's radar about being a top two pick. He was talking about maybe being a fringe. First-round pick. But, you know, he had a decent game, great workouts. Boom, he could shot up there. Jared Goff played in one of these meaningless bowls last year. I think through threw six touchdown passes. That helped him. Came the number one all pick. Right. So it can't
0: help you. I mean, if he goes out. if Paxton Lynch, who had gotten a lot of hype during the season had, last a, horrible year, had a horrible bowl game, and that probably hurt I'm him a the, little bit. Yeah, yeah.
2: and that had, coincided with the Fuentes guy going to Virginia Tech, the quarterback or, right. the, or the coach.
0: So like if Trubisky goes
2: out there and throws three or four picks, it's not going to help him. If he goes out there and throws four hundred yards and four touchdowns, it's going to help him. Is it? I mean, is it a foregone conclusion that he's leaving? I no, he I hasn't know, announced. He
1: hasn't, said, he hasn't said it.
2: I think he's going. I think he's leaving.
1: I mean, if you're projected as a first-round pick, I feel like you might as well. Uh, I think he's just leaving. because the quarterback position is so inflated in the draft, anyways. Right.
2: Like I mean, I, and it's a pretty weak year know, for him. So the Browns are going to be picking one or two. And you got the Jets, the Bears, the 49ers. They're all going to be picking in the top ten to twelve, whatever. I mean, I'd be shocked if there was not Everybody's saying, you know, the McShays of the world. Oh, there's no quarterbacks going to be taken in the first round. I'd be shocked if there wasn't three or four taken in the first twelve picks with Shit. all I mean, those they teams. They always
1: say they always say maybe they're not worth it, but they still get picked. Exactly. Like, and it that,
2: doesn't- that's the thing that bothers me about these, these McShays and Kuipers. They talk about, oh, you can't take this guy there. Like, well, you need to put yourself in the shoes of these teams that. They're just—they've been chasing these quarterbacks for, you know, ten. Some of these teams have been chasing quarterbacks for ten years. The Browns. And
1: you look at it. I mean, there's an Andrew Luck once every eight to ten years. Right. I mean, you got Cam Newton. Yeah, he worked out, but a lot of the quarterbacks, you know, that are really good now are guys that weren't necessarily top of everyone's draft board. You know, second, third, third round guys like Derek Carr. They're like, yeah, you can't take him that high. Well. Raiders did pretty damn good with yeah. that. Like if you get it he doesn't have to be a can't miss guy. And if you look at him and you think this is a guy we can win with long term, why not go ahead and do it? Yeah. Um, it, I don't I don't know about number one overall, but if you get to like six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere
2: like there. Yeah, but the problem okay. with the Browns is they're gonna be picking one or two and they're gonna have that extra pick which They'll is gonna
1: be like teens. It. Well, right now it's at ten. Yeah, yeah. I would
0: say it might even drop in down to like nine. Right. Yeah, it so, could be as high.
1: It could be as high as eight. Right now, it's slated at ten. So yeah. there you go. Well, the
2: good news is if you're a Browns fan and you live in this in this part of the uh, of the state, and you're off on Friday, there's nothing else going on at two o'clock on Friday. That's true. Sun Bowl, and you can <laughs> see the potential future see, of the, the of the Browns. You never know. That's right.
1: All was right. Yeah, uh, was he News Herald Player of the Year as well? Two time. Did he did he split it with Kareem Hunt one yeah, year?
2: Yeah, as juniors, and then he wanted himself. Yeah, is that,
1: is that the best NH team of all time?
2: <laughs> that backfield? Yeah, that was. It's got to be pretty good. You know, good, right? speaking of Kareem Hunt, he's going to get drafted. Watch yeah, out for him. Be probably
1: third, or fourth round pick, yeah. I think. Probably yeah. not like just the end of the
2: day. He had a pretty good guy, bowl, bowl game, too. Yeah. yeah. He's a good
0: player. All right, so let's get into the New Year's six bowl games. We're going to kind of jump around a little bit, um, but we will start off with the first game. I think that's a uh, good place to start. The, uh, the first one that's actually going to be played. It's coming up on December 30th. That would be Friday.
2: Um, saw double doubleheader, Sun
0: Bowl, Orange Bowl. Yes, yeah, so you go right from watching Trubisky in the Sun Bowl to watching the Orange Bowl, Michigan, and Florida State. Last we saw Michigan, they uh, did everything in Columbus except win the game. Right. Um, heard a couple of rumors a little bit um, in the last month or so with, you know, talk of like what Harbaugh consider going back to the NFL. Kind of seems like that's probably been snuffed out for now, although I know there's still some – NFL openings. Right. Trevor, you're shaking That'll, your head over there. Well it'll hey.
1: never be fully snuffed out with him. It'll always follow him, I think. Wait no till what.
2: wait till Black Monday comes on on Monday. Right. Because right? yeah. it's coming.
1: I mean I think I think that or Rams Black job Black Tuesday.
2: They won't do anything on January 2nd. <laughs> <second.
1: laughs> uh, I think the Rams job could that was the one that he was being mentioned for, and I think it it's one of those ones that I think could appeal to him because whoever the, if they want a guy, with what they have going on there with the new stadium and the new city and Number one overall pick they just took. If they want a guy, they'll unload a dump truck worth of cash for him. So he can write his own check if he wants that job. Um, And it's sort of the the right, I think, a decent situation for him where he could potentially, you know, kind of start from scratch. But he's just one of those guys that I think is always going to wear out his welcome wherever he is after a few years and he'll jump to something else because he's a hell of a coach. I just think he's hard to deal with.
0: See, that's why I think he would do better staying in college because you never have a player for more than three, four, and if he redshirts, five years. That's so. true,
1: but those Michigan boosters, he can't can't keep going. You know, eleven and one or ten and two, and going to the Orange Bowl. I think
2: the difference with Harbaugh is that if you look at the, the if you track his career, he started off in uh, I think FCS or San Diego University of San Diego, then he was at Stanford. I think Stanford he looked at as, like, you know, just a launching pad, you know. I mean, I don't think he was ever going to say know if himself. He thought that. I
1: don't know if he thought that originally.
2: Oh, um, I don't think. he
1: it kind of turned that way. When yeah,
2: he I don't Andrew think. I, don't, I mean, I, th- I bet he had higher hopes than Stanford. Oh, sure. Yeah, and there's sure. nothing wrong with Stanford. He turned them into a great program. I mean, but when he got there, they were 1-11. Yeah. They were awful. So, you know, Michigan is definitely a destination. Yeah,
1: I think it's one and, of the And he's only been there
2: two years. Jobs. I would be. Nothing stuns me in, in college coaching and fo- football in general, but I would be very surprised if he left after just two years, unless someone just said, here's a $100 million, which is not going to happen.
0: But. Right. Trev, I agree with what you said about the Rams. That is a team that I think came out to L.A. with a lot of fanfare, and right. they still have two more seasons, I think, that they're going to have to play at the old Coliseum right. before they even open up their new stadium. So they need something, and the Jared Goff pick, did not set the world on fire out there. He's looked really bad. Um,
2: is that good or bad for? Is that good or bad for potential
1: on what, depends coaches? On what he, depends on. I mean, it depends on what that coach thinks he is. I mean, if like him, if they like think him, they can fix him, then it's yeah. great for him. You know.
0: Yeah, but the long and short of it is the Rams need a real shot in the arm, and they might very soon be competing with another team in the same market if the Chargers move over there. Right. So I think the Rams really need to make a splash. And if anybody if there was any job in the NFL that Harbaugh would jump for, that's probably the one to to look for. Um but as far as the Orange Bowl goes, um, you know, Florida State not quite what they've been the last couple of years. They've been um not horrible. But uh any any thoughts on that ball game or
2: well I mean it I think it's got the potential for being a pretty good game. I mean th- Their quarterback, Francois, he, he showed a lot of potential. They've had some problems with protecting him this year, but they got this defensive tackle, Walker, who is just a beast. And, you know, we know what Michigan's done this year on defense. So I think it could be a low scoring game, maybe in the low twenties range. Like there, I think, you know, you always look about Michigan, you know, I talk about this ad nauseum with bull previews, talk, stuff like that. Who's got the most motivation? I think Michigan's got a little bit of something to prove. I think they're, I think they're a little PO'd. The way, they,
1: the way their season ended. I yeah. Mean, I mean, with the loss to Iowa the, and then losing the to Iowa State. Iowa
2: lost just killed them. I mean, who knows if, if they only, if, if they only had one loss on their resume, they're probably the four seed instead of Washington, right? Now. I mean, they
1: were the number two team in the country. I know. With three weeks left. So right. yeah, they were, I mean, they were probably, this isn't how they pictured the yeah. season
2: ending. I mean, Florida State had high hopes. You know, they're nine and three and. They, once they
1: got, once they got. Their ass is kicked by the Louisville, though. They were kind of yeah. Just
2: oh, yeah. at that point. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I think a bigger picture about all these bowls is that I think after the Big Ten, these bowls had – these bowl people had a hard time trying to fill slots. I mean, you're, I think
1: that
0: one, though, I you're,
2: you're really filling it with names instead of really the most deserving team. All
0: right, per- perfect way for us to segue into the Sugar Bowl because right. if right. you look at that one, okay, Oklahoma um, – Bounced back, had a pretty decent year after the rough start when they lost to right. Houston and Ohio State. I mean, they ended up running the slate the rest of the way, but they're playing Auburn, who was, I believe, eight and four, and right. had that game. I mean, the the Sugar Bowl has a, a tie in with the SEC. They had to take an SEC team in the years that the Sugar Bowl is not one of the semifinals. Had that game been next year, when the Sugar Bowl is back to being a semifinal, I don't think the SEC gets another no. team in the in the New Year Six anywhere. I don't and, know who
2: you, who you would take unless you're contractually obligated to do so. Right.
0: So, yeah. I, I think that Auburn is there on, you know, I mean, it's a tie-in with their conference. And, I mean, they're going to have some name value. But, um, you know, I, I have very little interest in that game, um, Travity. It's a name. I was a little surprised name they didn't values. go Florida
1: um, over Auburn, honestly, considering Florida, they ended up getting run over by Alabama. In the SEC game, uh, title game, but they played them pretty tight. They had a couple bad mistakes that just crushed them during the game, but th- they played okay. I mean, they're not. I don't think outside of Alabama, there's a really good team in the SEC. Anyways. No, and that's but. the thing.
0: Like for the last few years, it's been well. The SEC West is the best division in the best not conference, this year. and I, I mean, yeah, you've still got Alabama, and and they're, yeah, in, they're, they're, they're they they it. they've done it. They've yeah. they've been great, and I mean, they've had a perfect season at this point, but. You take Alabama out of the equation. I don't think the SEC West is really any better than the East this year. I don't,
1: I think for the last couple of years, it hasn't really been. Um, they've sort of been this like self-fulfilling prophecy every year because no one's really had to prove that they're any good. Alabama goes and they win. They win a national title and they're like, okay, that's, that's one, uh, feather in the cap. But then these other teams all have decent records, but they beat up on each other. But it's like, yeah, they're all really good you can't ever prove that they're bad because all they're doing is beating each other. So you always have that excuse. Um, I think this year they finally came down to earth because they didn't have a great bowl season last year. They didn't really do a whole lot during the non-conference to impress anyone. So that sort of luster is worn off. And yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I know CBS keeps saying that every week they're showing the best game, in the best conference, but that hasn't been the case this year or last year.
0: No, I
2: think the problem with the SEC is, there's not a lot of great quarterbacks in the league right now. No. And, you know, you don't have great quarterbacks. You're not going to have great teams. And, you know, what's, big, what's been the problem with teams like LSU and Florida? They can't score enough points. They're playing great defense, but if you don't
0: score points, I mean, you just you don't have a shot if you're not scoring points. Florida's offense was it's, a, it's a an abomination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um- that I mean, might be your Alabama's answer why they're not in the sugar bowl. Yeah. I mean, who the hell wants to watch they're not, that?
2: <laughs> they're not enticing because they don't score.
1: Real couldn't call in a favor.
2: Just I mean, and and look, Auburn's football. got, they've had quarterback problems all year. I yeah. mean, they, they haven't been lighting it up. You know, they, they, they were hot for about a month and a half stretch, and then, you know, they kind of tailed off toward the end of the year. So even Alabama's
1: quarterback, I don't think their offense has been great. Their defense has been unbelievable, yeah. but their offense. They're not. That's just lighting the world on fire. They just are. they a machine when positions. it comes to what how they right. just churn stuff out. Yeah, yeah. So, I think
2: Hertz has got
0: some potential. He's, good. Yeah, but I mean, he's not. He's not flawless. He's
1: not a finished product. Right. I
2: he's only a freshman, so we'll see. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So it's worth noting that game, the Sugar Bowl, is going to be played on January second. It's typically the primetime game on New Year's Day. But and this is a little sidebar I wanted to get into, and I know we had talked about it a little bit before we started recording, that uh, the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, and the Cotton Bowl, the first game of the day for the New Year 6, all got moved onto Monday, January 2nd. Uh, thanks to the fucking NFL. <laughs> I, I'm sick and tired of the NFL forcing their weight, around. Throw their weight around and forcing everybody else to well, re- reshuffle their schedule.
2: What's worse is that that schedule on the Sunday is going to be awful.
0: It's, it's a horrendous NFL week 17 schedule. And, and <clears throat> excuse me. It's the third instance this year where things have gotten jostled around because we can't get in the way of the mighty National Football League. First, the World Series. You know, don't forget, up until about four or five years ago, the World Series would play its games um, with games one and two on a Saturday, Sunday, and then games six and seven, if necessary, would be the following weekend. And they had to shift their schedule around to make as many games as possible on weeknights so they weren't going up against Sunday night football. Hmm. Because they were and the NFL used to on the first weekend of the World Series not have a Sunday night football I remember game. That. And they finally a few years ago said, Well screw you, we're putting a football game on and, and messed the World Series ratings up. So the World Series had to shift around for the regular season NFL. Christmas Day we get to the showcase game of the of the NBA calendar, Cavs Warriors. And every year the biggest NBA game of the year is at five o'clock on Christmas Day. And they had to move that up to two thirty this year. Because the fucking NFL decided they're going to play a doubleheader.
2: I like f bombs in
0: this. Uh, We are we put that little uh
2: (laughs) fired up. I've seen him.
0: I'm I'm just I hate this, and and it just it really kind of got me with the Cavs Warriors game. This past weekend, And it was a great game, and and we'll we should probably get into that at some point, but we probably won't because we got too many bowl games to talk about. But um, that NFL game, the four thirty Ravens Steelers, it was on the NFL Network. It wasn't even on NBC. Wow, really? Yeah. So it was it was on the NFL so Network. That's
1: how, that's how great it was. This <laughs> yeah. Is the sports editor here at the newspaper didn't even know what time exactly, on. and, and I don't blame you. I'm not you're, saying you're proving my point. I'm, yeah. And exactly.
0: then you know the the. What do you love on New Year's Day? You wake up and you've got college football on Th- all that day. That I'll
2: give you. I, I and, give you.
0: And this year, you've got to wait until January second. Um, well, most people don't have to work, right?
2: So you, you know, and I, I'm still going to have that same giddy feeling waking up. I, 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 to me, I will. On New Year's Day. I New Year's on, on Monday, January second. Oh, it'll still feel like January first to me. I mean, I,
1: I, I just think if if New if New Year's Day is on a Sunday. NFL should just give it to college, play their games on the Saturday, call it a day.
2: Well, you know what you do? What's your favorite like movie marathon? Just go and binge watch something on New Year's Day. Don't watch it. not what New Year's Day, what that, day is for, uh, <laughs>
0: You're ruining it. No, we normally have the uh, the, the Twilight Zone marathon. Ooh, there you on, go on Sci-Fi. There's so always la- last stop at Willoughby is always my favorite episode. They air that every year and always uh, one of my favorite things to flip onto uh, during the commercials and the bowl games. So. Look,
2: the power of the NFL is too immense. It makes too much money. It's is too- it as strong as it's been? No,
1: I think they're. I think they're on their way down. But I and think I, and they're not going to get unseated in a year. But their ratings are down. They thought it was because of the election. That didn't fix it. They thought it was a number of things, and they're still where they were. It's mostly
0: bounced back, but that is due, I would say, exclusively to the Dallas Cowboys. That could be. Right. And That's if you take point. the Cowboys out of the – because, the, I mean, look at the schedule the last few weeks. The Cowboys, they were on Monday Night Football – it's Earlier like this game. week, they've been on Sunday Night Football a couple of times. They had two Thursday games. One was Thanksgiving, and then they played the following Thursday. They've been on primetime almost every week for the back half of the schedule past the election, and it's single-handedly saved the NFL's ratings this year. But
2: the only other option would be, okay, you got to move these semifinal games to Friday then. I mean, is that okay? Would you, would you have Ohio State playing Clemson on a Friday and then have all these NFL games on
0: no, the New real Year's solution here for that I don't know would what the be, solution would be. The I'd be
2: okay if they moved it earlier in the day. I guess if they play a noon or
1: game, or you say maybe
0: game. play these games on Sunday. The semifinals should be on New Year's Day every year. Okay, okay. but so you saying that's you're a saying whole separate discussion, these, though.
2: I think the problem is, is that what you're saying is different from what these other entities are willing to do, which is they're not willing to go head to head with the NFL, right? For whatever reason, I don't know. Well, I'll say this. So, okay, I let me ask you this. If the games were at 3-7 and seven on Sunday, would they – do you think they would beat the NFL ratings collectively with 13 this, games?
1: Absolutely. This year? Yeah. With the games that they're going to have on Sunday? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering. I don't I'll know. Say, what do you think? I'll
0: say this. Do you think? It would be tough. I, hard to say.
1: you think – you, I don't know what the primetime game is this week, but
0: for
2: the NFL?
1: pick the best game it's the NFL has. P- it's the Packers-Lions. Like if Packers-Lions like went head-to-head head against Ohio State-Clemson, I'm not so sure Ohio State-Clemson doesn't win that battle. But I think if you move – here's the thing I'll say. If you move those games, the NFL games, from Sunday to Saturday for this for this situation only when New Year's Day is on a Sunday – you're not gonna lose I don't think you're gonna lose anything from an NFL perspective. Probably I don't not. think you're gonna lose yeah. ratings. College loses a lot from that because if Ohio State wasn't playing on New Year's Eve, my wife, God bless her, if she loves New Year's Eve, if she says, I wanna go, you know, I wanna go to to dinner, I wanna go to someone's house for a party, whatever the case is, if I say to her, No, I wanna stay home and watch this game that I don't even have a horse in the race. I'm gonna lose that battle. Yeah. You're gonna lose a lot of casual. fans. Welcome to fans. married life, my right. man. I know. And I, I, I didn't even have a hard time like putting together an argument as to why. Yeah. I should be able to do, and I love watching college football. Like it's my favorite sport to watch. But you're gonna lose a lot of casual fans who would otherwise love to hang out and yeah. watch the game. But it's not one of those things that they that's really worth I think fighting for.
2: I'm not sure. Like, So, would you rather have these games at like noon and three on Saturday? It'd be better. And would you feel better about that situation then? It'd be better. Yeah. I still wouldn't be crazy about it because if they lose, or it's th- going to ruin my noon night. Noon and four or whatever, or right. whatever. One Cause and if five. The, if Ohio
1: State loses, it's going to ruin my night. But if I, wasn't, if I was a casual fan, yeah, yeah. I'd like that a lot
2: more. Because so, I mean, w- then I'm
1: done watching, I'm done with the big games by eight o'clock or whatever in the night. So, your solution
2: is NFL should be on Saturday and they should give the uh, college. New Year's Day, Yeah. Okay. I
1: think in this one scenario, I understand. Happened. I think it's better for the NFL, too, honestly.
0: Um, I mean, the NFL I moved think, the majority of their schedule last weekend off of Christmas Day. They had the, the double header,
2: But for their interest. Right. They don't care about college football's interest. Nope. I That's think, the problem. I
1: think the college football playoff, you know, being big and being watched by a lot of people, I think that benefits the NFL in the long run. Cause those are guys that are gonna be playing for them yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah, that's
2: a good point, too. So yeah. if you
1: I mean, they especially come draft time, it's these guys that they remembered watching in the playoff. Right. The casual you know, there's a lot of NFL fans that don't pay attention at all to college football. A lot of them happen to reside in Cleveland because they all loved Johnny Manziel from not a college.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um despite not, you know, ever really seeing him play, they just saw the highlights on ESPN. But I think if you're able to feature those guys who are gonna be big NFL players on the best stage. It helps you because, like you said, there's one game that has any significance in the NFL this year, and that's always going to really be the case. It's very rare that there's a lot of playoff positioning like up for grabs in the last week of the season.
0: Last thing I want to say on this, just to clean up a point from earlier in terms of the NFL forcing the NBA to move their schedule around on Christmas Day. I know somebody is listening to this saying right now that even though it was on the NFL network, the NFL game had a higher rating this year than the Cavs Warriors game on ABC. I will say in counter to that, that when those games were overlapping, the NBA game had a higher rating than the NFL game, and most people just switched over. And you had one of the teams in the NBA game was a West Coast team. So that game started. Local time for them at eleven thirty in the morning.
1: What time did the NFL game start?
0: Four thirty Eastern
1: on Christmas Day. That's when people are done with their day. You know, I think that's what's going to happen on, on something like Christmas Day. The later game, like that evening, there's game, a reason it's the NBA. A better rating.
0: There's a reason the NBA normally plays at five o'clock is because right. that's the best time slot. People so are, they,
1: they open. I don't, presents, They're done eating dinner. They're going to sit down and watch a game.
0: The, the, the moral of the story here is. Don't at me with with <laughs> ratings talk about the Ravens Steelers versus Cavs Warriors because I'm not interested.
2: There you go. But
0: what I am interested in is the Cotton Bowl. Wait,
2: can I say the fucking NFL?
0: You yeah. go ahead. Many I just wanted to say that one want. time. As many
2: times as you want.
0: <laughs> um, I am interested in the Cotton Bowl because that will be the early game. On January 2nd, we have Western Michigan rowing the boat with, uh, they've still got PJ Fleck, the coach. They've not that's lost it, him that's to another program, and, um, they're gonna be facing Wisconsin. Um, so, uh, I think that is going to be a really interesting game. Yeah, you
2: know what I like about the Cotton Bowl? They call it the Cotton Bowl Classic. That's
0: right. I, I, I
2: love that. I, I just think it's so cool, though. That's something they used probably been in the 60s and 70s. Um, I like the, the fact that the Cotton Bowl, which really isn't the Cotton Bowl anymore because now it's in the, Jerry's the Jerry world. world yeah. he used to be at the, the Cotton
0: Bowl Stadium still exists though. That's, I know it that's does. where they play the Oklahoma-Texas right. game right. every year.
1: Is that the only game that has a game and a stadium, but they don't play together? The Cotton Bowl game does not happen at the
0: Cotton Bowl Stadium. I know it's kind of weird, right? It's, it's just, now that the Orange Bowl got torn down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
2: So, I mean. It was interesting that the Cotton Bowl used to be part of that big four back in the sixties and seventies and eighties. And then it just kind of fell kind of apart. And, and then, you know, in, you know, you love or hate Jerry Jones, he really probably did spearhead that movement to get the Cotton Bowl back into the college football consciousness. So, I mean, look, every time there's a game at that stadium, it's kind of interesting. Sure. Because this is a spectacle. It's a, it's a huge facility, kind of like that eighth winner of the world feel for football. I think this is a fascinating matchup. I mean, the Mac uh, had had a huge credibility problems the last time they were in this situation with Northern Illinois. They got destroy- not they didn't get destroyed in the field, but they got destroyed before the game. This team doesn't belong there. This is a complete joke. I remember Herb Street just. You Northern Illinois. Who was the
1: who was the kid that they had? Who was the player? Was uh, it Jordan Lynch?
2: Jordan Lynch, yeah. yeah. And he was a pretty good player. And Incredible. they hung around in that game. I mean, It ended up being, I think, a three-touchdown game. But I think it was 17-10 at one point in the third quarter. So, I mean, they didn't go there and just lay a complete egg.
0: No, and the other thing to remember with that was their coach got hired away, I think, by NC State. That's right. So they he went in there playing there. with an interim coach. So this is going think- to be
2: different. I, I agree. I mean, they got the coach in place, which is always huge got an explosive offense. This, uh, Zach Banal or, B- I can't remember his Banal, name. I think. Banal, yeah. They got this first team All-American receiver. I mean, so they got ability to score some points. Wisconsin plays tough D, though. I mean, Paul Chris, you know, they've had a good season. You know, just three, three tough losses. Um, but again, who's more motivated in this game? There's no question it's going to be Western Michigan in my mind.
0: I will say this as much as I'm talking up Western Michigan here, um, and excited to see a MAC team play in a New Year's Six Bowl. And I think they deserve it because they ran the slate. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, and I would always want to see a team that is undefeated get a shot to play in a, in a big time bowl. Uh, I don't, I'm under no illusions that they should have been playing in, in the semifinals, but I think getting a New Year's Six Bowl, um, one of the other ones is, is fair. Um fact of the matter is the max so far is 0-5 in bowl games. <laughs> so it's it's not looking real great. Um, we've had some close calls. Um, but if you're looking at the strength of the conference, that's that's not a real good sign. And I think over the course of the season, right. the Big Ten was probably the best conference in the country. And Wisconsin had a very good year. Um, so if you're just looking at it from that perspective, probably not real promising. For, yeah. uh, for the Broncos.
2: I think they're going to hang. I think they're going to surprise.
0: I hope they do. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it could be a game that's just – I think it could be a really entertaining game. Probably not that many people are going to watch in my well, that's opinion. that's what I want
2: to ask you guys, and we'll talk about the last one because before the semifinals, everybody's going to watch the Rose Bowl. I mean, it's just – Always. Right. Just five o'clock on New Year's first, J1 or J2. J- January 2nd, you know there. why. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, what of these three games <laughs> – does anything pull you in that is going to say, I got kind of want to sit down and watch this to watch this game? I mean, Florida State, Michigan has the biggest draw in terms of the names and the coaches, I think. I think that'll be an
1: interesting matchup, too, because, I mean, Dalvin Cook's been one of the best players in the country the last couple of years. Obviously, Jabril Peppers is going to be a top five-ish Yeah, pick I mean, there's a lot of good players in this game. Um, there's a lot of good players in the game. Um, and, you know, they're, they're teams that have been really good for the last few years. I mean, Michigan's had... Sort of been up and down for state won a title a couple years ago. These are teams that aren't like, they're not just flashing the pants. They're big name. They're, they're franchises. They're yeah. college football elites. So that's going to have the most like intrigue as far as what's going to be the best game. I don't think UFC Penn State is going to be close, honestly. Um, I know we didn't even touch on that one yet, but, um, I think if, if you just want to sit down and watch a game and not, don't care about college football and you just want to watch the most entertaining one, Western Michigan and Wisconsin might be it.
2: It might, you know. It's funny because the way they structured the schedule, like you got one o'clock the the Cotton Bowl, obviously five o'clock the Rose Bowl, and then you got eight thirty the Sugar Bowl. How are people? Still I, I'm wondering there? why they put is it? Do they have to? Is it by contract that Sugar Bowl has to play? Yes, on the designated.
0: That the whole reason that the I would
2: say because I'm thinking like this Florida State. Mission game would be great on that January 2nd. The
0: only reason that the semifinals are on New Year's Eve is because the Rose Bowl has a contract to play at 5 o'clock on New Year's Day. And like a year before, I think it was, um, the playoffs started, the Sugar Bowl signed a deal that they were always going to be the primetime game on New Year's Day.
2: Yeah. So Look what happens when you get off here. Had the
0: the Sugar Bowl not done that, you could have had – the The semifinals on New Year's Day every year. Put them at like one o'clock and eight o'clock. Yeah. Wrap them around the Rose Bowl. Right. Um, if the Rose Bowl wasn't one of the semis, so the reason now that it, you you get the the Sugar Bowl paired up with the Rose Bowl in terms of like every three years, those two are the the ones that are hosting the semis. That's the year that it's on New Year's Day, and the other years it's it's the, the games on New Year's Eve. Is for that reason because you know money talks and. Yeah, those those two Bulls locked up their TV positions ahead of time, and and they haven't been able to work around that. So,
1: worth noting, this yes. is the last year that they're going to be playing on New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. So they made that change, and they weren't able to get it in time for this year. But ever they, or just like just they they adjusted. So originally, they wanted to make this like a tradition. Yep. And I then- think they quickly realized. It's not a good tradition if no, no one's watching. A joke. Yeah. So they made the change, and they weren't able to do it for this year. And next year, the two games were originally slated to be on New Year's Day anyways. Well, the, the change so they, they made for this year was games. moving
0: the Orange Bowl to the 30th. Okay. And then moving the other two games up an hour. So they're at 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock instead of 4 and 8. Okay. Um So that they figured if we at least get them done by, like, 11 o'clock, that still gives people an hour before the ball drops or whatever on New Year's Eve. And that was, like, the best that they could do with this situation. And then, like you said, next year it goes back to the Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl on New New Year's Day. Day. After that, I think, and I could be wrong, I think the solution they came up with is they're going to play the semifinals on, like, the Saturday that's closest to New Year's Day or something like that.
1: Yeah, the Saturday before. There you go. So, so.
2: you know, I got to tell you, if if Fournette was playing in this game coming up, I think the biggest game I would be interested in outside of the playoffs would be this December thirty first Citrus Bowl with LSU playing Louisville. Mm. You get the Heisman Trophy winner versus the number one NFL prospect on a lot of guys' boards. Uh, but sign me up for that one. one. Eleven a.m. start. Who? Who number one prospect? Leonard Fournette. He's not playing. I'm saying if he so was if playing, oh, if he was playing, if he that, was playing, okay, that game yeah, yeah. would really intrigue yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. the game intrigues me a little bit uh, anyway. But uh, have you guys noticed what they're doing? <laughs> so you got this nice triple header, triple header of LSU Louisville at eleven, then the three or the two semis at three, three and seven, then right in between you got George Tech, Kentucky, and a tax Slayer, tax player ball. What the hell is that?
1: I think they just don't want people to realize that the Slayer Bowl is still a bowl. I know
2: you were talking to me before when we were prepping earlier this week about yep how they want that crossover rating. They like they like they having
0: one. multiple games going on at once because it ends up improving the ratings for all of them because people so will start back flipping and back and forth. forth during the commercials, and they learn that by stacking college basketball games on ESPN and the Deuce at the same time. So
2: Hey, speaking of TV ratings, I was talking to T-ball about this. I just find this like one of the most fascinating things about bowl season. Like ESPN is this huge conglomerate that has 99.9% of every game in the bowl season, except for the fucking Sun Bowl, which is on CBS. (laughs) Why is the Sun Bowl on CBS?
0: There's one other one that's even worse than that, the Arizona Bowl. Oh, I
2: saw that on like the American Sports Network or something.
0: Yes, which I don't, I don't know anybody even gets. That's like a, that's a, you know what? The Mac has games on that and it's always, as, like, a, a sub-channel on, like, Channel 5's, like, sub-channel, like, 5.2 <laughs> that, like, most cable systems don't even carry, or you can watch it on ESPN3, like, on your computer or whatever. That's
1: fucking Campus inside. Th-
0: that's, like... That's the one. That's, North like,
1: source e- for college sports news and information? That's, like, ESPN6. Except no Not substitute. my source, but it's your yeah, source. That's, like, espn
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've run out of bodies. We have no one to call that game. But Florida,
1: whoever wants right. it can have it. I know? Yeah. Uh, what, like, what does anyone know? Is there, like, some blast from the past name that I would recognize calling those games? Like Danny Warfel or some guy that was good in like the 90s?
2: I
0: could look it up. I, up. I don't even know Insider. who's calling that game. but oh, on, the,
2: on the American... Yeah, whoever sport, the hell they yeah, got. Who knows, yeah. I'd never heard of that station before.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's not even like a, a regular station. I think it's like a syndicated deal like Raycom Sports used oh, to be with really? uh, the so ACC. Oh, So maybe it's a
2: local feed maybe? Right. I oh.
0: don't I don't think we're going to get it here I, as far as I know. I, Damn, I was looking forward to that. I know. It's. Uh, I hate to disappoint you, but we'll do have guys, to make do with do what we you guys still to...
2: get the like, I remember like when I was growing up, there were like 10, 11, 12 bowls. Like every bowl was like fun. They and were all good. Kind of yeah. looking, you oh, know, good matchups goal, and I was kind of, you know, you looked forward to even these non, like, you know, December, like 28,
1: 29, 30. I question how much money they're actually making. I know we. I will put. During the BCS era, they were printing money, it seemed like. I will tell
0: you this. uh, My Bobcats played Troy in the Dollar General Bowl last Friday.
2: Dude, by the way, what do you think that goodie bag was like
0: from the Dollar General Bowl? Not great. (laughs) Duck tape for a dollar. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Bob. (laughs) No, but that game. On a Friday night on ESPN, drew two point five million people watching. So somebody is still watching that's these bowl games, and it people was OU versus man.
2: Troy. People love football. Yeah, that's pretty damn
0: good. I I will watch my Bobcats, but for apparently I was not alone.
2: You know, whatever bowl game, two point and a half million—that's pretty good. Sure is. So uh, for the
1: record, you got PS4s for going to. Um, Going to the Sun Belt or the Dollar General Bowl. Here. Really? really? Pretty damn good stuff. Wow. That's
2: not bad. So, that's another thing McCaffrey's, all McCaffrey's giving up a goodie bag. Oh. Although he's playing a goodie bag. He's probably there still getting that
0: goodie. He, he, oh, don't worry. They, there's a bag man at Stanford taking care, care of him. One?
2: <laughs> oh, you're too good now. You're too good to play in a game, but you want your goodie bag. Oh, Forget about that.
0: There, there's a bag man <laughs> l- lurking in uh, Palo Alto someone's that uh, will take care of him, I'm sure. But. Walter White. Yeah. He, <laughs> he Make he it a he doesn't making the the drive up man. from Adler-Kirky. He doesn't need the bag
1: man anymore. <laughs> yeah. He can take whatever the hell he wants at this point. That's a
0: good point. All right. Rose Bowl, um you, you Travis, you said it's not gonna be a good game. You wanna expound on that?
1: Uh, it might be a good game. I just personally don't really have much interest in it. Okay. Um I don't think Penn State's good. I know that at the end of the season everyone's talking about they should potentially be a playoff team. Um and people for some odd reason were saying USC. They there was rumblings that USC should be one of those teams that sneaks into the playoff at the end of the year, which I think subsided by the time it actually came time to pick them. But um, they were one of those teams that was playing well at the end of the year, and everyone you know was thinking they were really good. All of a sudden, I don't really think either of them are that good. It could enter, end up being an entertaining game. I just don't think any of the teams in it are any good.
0: I think it'll be competitive. I, I also did not have much respect for Penn State until I watched the Big Ten championship game. And um,
2: I'm sorry, Ned. I'm with you. I, I, I come around on Penn State. I, I was like that you. kid
1: in a stupid baseball celebration.
2: Come on, the
1: quarterback. What's McSorley?
2: Yeah. Who oh yeah. Calls
1: himself Trace. His name is Chris,
2: and he calls himself Trace. <laughs> a, Give that's, me that's, a break. That, he's like a pretty <laughs> good quarterback, though. I mean, he was all right. Yeah, he was all right. I mean, he he could throw a deep ball pretty well.
0: Let me be clear. I think they had no business anywhere near the playoff. Yeah. But they were better than I thought they were. Okay. I, I, my, my opinion of them increased when they had the showing How that many they did. How
1: players can you name on USC? I don't mean to put you on the spot.
2: there, no. Adore
0: there no. Jackson, right?
1: Isn't he the safety that's supposed to be Corner the top bank. pick? Yeah. That's pretty much it, right?
0: You're cheering for laundry man. And when's the
1: last? But when's the last time that was the case with USC?
2: Right. You've Ronald, always known a few guys. Ronald with Jones, USC. Juju Schuster. Ronald Jones okay. is a pretty good running back. Juju it wasn't Schuster. like a challenge, but I was just, <laughs> I was just making a point that they you don't know.
1: have those like superstar names that they've had. They've in the past. got talent though. Oh yeah, they. I mean, they always. I mean, have look, talent. they
2: lost to Alabama at the end of year fifty-two to six. I mean, you know, they, they were, and they made this quarterback change. Yeah. That's
0: everything that's, in their season turned when they made the quarterback to, change. I mean, so. these
2: two teams are like mirror. Like they, Penn State started slow. I think they were one and two or one and whatever they were. Um, Penn State. Penn State. They just lost a pit early on. They got hammered by and Michigan. Then they got Crushed by Michigan. I so yeah. was like they're in their fourth game. So yeah. they were at one point two and two. And yeah. They won how many nine in a row? Um, USC like that. They, USC. Look, like, I'm looking at their schedule. They were one and three at one point. So they won eight in a row. Be Colorado, I mean, you know, the Pac-12, not the greatest, you know, obviously the win over Washington is huge for them, but uh, no, I think, look, give me 5 o'clock on New Year's Day or whatever, January 2nd, sorry, Tevo, <laughs> give, give me that flyby during the national anthem, I mean, with that picturesque mountain, That's right. ter- you know, that mountain picturesque view in the background at, at dusk in, in L.A., I'm, it's all I don't care who's playing. Because it's, it might not be the greatest game, but it's got tradition. That, that game's got tradition. That's something like. Bo's well, that was literally to, take away tradition.
0: <clears throat> that was literally all it had last year because sending Iowa out there to get yeah. absolutely dismantled Wolf. by Stanford. That that, that was should been,
2: that should have been Ohio State, Stanford.
0: I uh, completely agree.
2: Yeah, but a lot
1: of I think after the playoff, people are saying yes, yeah, Stanford and Ohio State should have been the playoff teams. Yeah. So. Also true. You can go back every year and look at where they messed up, and I think you're at the time. Yeah, that would have been a much better game.
2: The Rose Bowl's definitely a novelty. It's definitely like you know, and you're there for the pageantry, and then maybe you get sucked in with a good game, right? You know, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. All right, so we've got the two games left, the playoff semifinals uh, coming up on New Year's Eve, Saturday night or starting Saturday afternoon. Uh, Let's go with the one four matchup first in the Peach Bowl. Down in Atlanta, we've got number one Alabama against number four Washington. Do you, Poto? I'll start with you. Do you feel that Washington was the right team to get the fourth seed and get into the playoff?
2: I, I uh, like I said I just said a couple minutes ago. I don't think the Pac-12 was as strong as everybody says. And when you look at that non-conference schedule of Portland State, Idaho, and I forget. Rutgers, boy, Rutgers was good this year. I mean, and, you know, people will use the defensible. Well, they, they were, you know, they had been trying to rebuild their program, so they were scheduling, whatever. I don't care about your excuses. I'm, I'm, all I look at is that that schedule is embarrassing. And whether or not they deserve to make it, I don't know, because I don't know who else I would have put in there. I mean, a two loss Michigan, I, I don't, you know, Penn State,
0: who, who that's it? the problem?
1: Is yeah, that that's the I thing. don't know. I don't I know mean, if it was a strong that, enough. Say that they put I don't know, a mid level Sun Belt team. I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Right. Say they put a decent team on their schedule not decent, but middle of the pack Rep- in a bad conference instead of that FCS team and they beat them. Would that really have convinced you anymore? But no. you wouldn't be making that same argument. You wouldn't say, you know, and I, think, I but, love the people that are like, oh, they need to go out and schedule this stuff. Those games are scheduled like 10 years in that's advance. That's the problem. Like,
2: I know. And but again, about
1: everyone, they always say, well, why, don't, why didn't, instead of this garbage team, why does not Rutgers, State play I understand, like, because they're a
2: pretty good team five, six, not seven years ago. ago. But, okay. but Idaho and Portland State, come on. I mean,
1: Rutgers, at the end of the day, they're still a, a, a big 10 team. Right. So. And you just,
2: you, I mean, you, you can understand their case, but you can't make the case. Well, we res- we scheduled them seven, eight years ago. Oh, Here's the sorry. question though. If you're if you're lumping them against
1: Penn State, is it more impressive to beat a Portland and it's not impressive in any way really, but to beat that one of those two bad teams or lose to Pitt, which lost five other games?
2: Yeah, but I can but I can turn this all around by saying Penn State's got an Ohio win over I'm Ohio not, State.
1: Yeah, I'm not even saying where like I, mean, I stand on the on the Pitt map. Also if beat compar- Clemson.
2: <laughs> I mean what's what's Washington's yeah. best win?
1: Stanford,
2: uh, you know, yeah, Colorado, uh, right? I mean, you know, I don't know. It, it, if you look at resumes, I don't know. I mean, but then Utah, you know, you talk about the bottom line is well, wins and losses, and they got one loss, and Penn State's got two. So I don't, I don't know. My bottom line is with this game, I think Alabama is going to make.
0: There were th- there were three legit playoff. teams I think Alabama's going to make roadkill yeah. out of this out of Washington. I agree.
1: I agree with that. I, I think. Whoever you put in that four spot, I think their resumes are all pretty even. And, yeah, I'll probably side on the team that only had one loss instead of the one they had two because Penn State can say, yeah, well, it's because you scheduled these garbage teams. Like, you still lost more games. And that was the argument that when people said Penn State should get in ahead of Ohio State. It's like, if you only had one loss, yes, I would agree with you.
0: Yeah, right. But
1: if, if you're going to schedule that one game – during the non conference, that's supposed to be like, you know, Penn a decent biggest, game.
2: Penn State's biggest problem was you can't lose a game 49 to 10 and expect to make a playoff. Yeah. Right. Just can't do,
1: you just can't do it. I mean, and I
2: guarantee you, they were looking at that loss and say, sorry. Yeah.
1: And I guess Washington winning by 30 against Colorado, that's a pretty decent win. No. Great Better than, I, I mean, mean, better than, you know, what a lot of other teams did. So
2: I think Washington's got a problem. I think they're going to, they're going to, I think whoever. Get, I think this is going to be a three, four touchdown game.
0: I agree, and it probably will be the case. That said, I'm just a hair hesitant to crown Alabama here just because who is their best win this year? No,
2: I agree. It's, at prob- it's
1: USC, probably, uh, USC,
0: season, probably USC prior USC, to the quarterback change. The, and
1: first game of the year, yeah, which they are notoriously unload on. They always seem to come right. out and crush whoever. And they always seem to have a decent team to play against at the yeah. beginning of the year. They always seem to kill them. But, no, yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, Alabama should and probably will win this game. I don't think that's necessarily uh, justification to you know crown them right away. Those, whoever they play in that second game will give them a much harder game, I think. Yeah. And truthfully, I'll probably pick whoever wins
0: that game to beat Bama. All right. Well, let's get to that other game. The, the Buckeyes. How's
1: that for a segue? That is
0: a beautiful. You're, you're the best in the business. That's it. (laughs) The Buckeyes in their home away from home, the Fiesta Bowl seems like they're there every other year, or in this case, back to back years, uh, playing Clemson. So you're going to get one way or the other. One of the two teams that has played in the the past two national championship games is guaranteed to be back in it again. Cause, uh, uh, Ohio State obviously won it two years ago, and then Clemson lost to Bama last year. So, uh, I, I think this is going to be a really interesting game. Um The
1: matchups in this game are ridiculous. The way that, like, it seems like all of Ohio State's strengths um, sort of match up against Clemson's. Clemson's got awesome receivers, and Ohio State probably has the best secondary in the country. Um, two really good, experienced <laughs> quarterbacks. Um I think it's got everything you want. I think far and away it's probably going to be the best game because it's, A, two of the three best teams, and I think they're pretty evenly matched up.
2: To me, I think that it comes down to can the defense contain Watson because there's going to be times where he's going to ad-lib and he's going to make plays. I mean, look what they did against Alabama. Um, obviously, they're, probably, they're not as strong as they were last year in terms of an overall team, right. but just him and that fact, that X factor of, can they contain him when things break down? And that's going to be huge. I mean, that defensive line has been pretty decent this year. You talk about the secondary and I agree. It's pretty good. But, uh, I mean, they got he's three, three be,
1: guys that are probably going to be first round. He's going to be far and away. Secondary. I mean,
2: Baker Mayfield's pretty good, but he's going to be far and yeah. away the best quarterback yeah. they play all year. And it's just, this one is a really tough game to call. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's,
1: it's what you want. I mean, no, I mean,
2: absolutely. It's, I, I don't know that there's a game.
1: In this entire bowl thing that has anywhere near this amount of intrigue, even if you put it, even if it wasn't a playoff game. Say we were in the BCS era and somehow Washington got the two spot and they were playing Alabama. I still think this would be the best bowl game we had this year. Even Maybe. If it, even if there wasn't national title implications right. on the line. And we side.
2: saw these te- two teams play, what, three? No. Urban's second so year. Thir- so three 2012? years ago. Yeah. No. thirteen was was Urban's first year, 2012. 13 was the year they lost to Michigan State, right? Yeah, so they they got knocked onto the yeah, Orange yeah. Bowl, yeah. that was a good game. Simi Watkins tore them, killed them hard, and Braxton Miller couldn't throw. Yeah, and I remember sitting on my couch and then speaking of that, you know, speaking of Braxton Miller not being able to throw, I, to me, J.T. Barrett has to make some plays with his arms in this he's game. He's been terribly inconsistent this year.
1: Like this has not been he's still he a hell of a player, I he mean, he hasn't you been look at his numbers. He hasn't been really accurate not what he was. As a freshman.
2: I think the problem, you know, do you think the problem is everybody talks about how much talent they have, but they're just not that experienced. And I know you got some experience at receiver, but do you think that the inexperience factor is why this team is up and down throwing the ball?
1: I think for Ohio State, yeah, I think so. I don't think Barrett's been uh, inaccurate at times, but I, I we saw Noah Brown against Oklahoma just right. explode on the scene. And I think we expected to see more of that. Kind of disappeared. I mean, he yeah. had a nice season, but he wasn't lighting the world on fire every week. And they don't really have any receiver that is their best receiver is Curtis Samuel, and he's not a receiver really by trade.
0: Will JT benefit from this game being in a warm weather situation? Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I think offenses always benefit by that.
0: I just does it does it impact him more than maybe other quarterbacks with playing in the cold weather games at the end of the regular season in the Big Ten. In, especially in Columbus. I mean, you it think ab, you think about that game um, last year against Michigan State. It was in bad weather. You
2: know what concerns me about Barrett? And it really is not about him as much. It's about Urban Meyer. And I think he's a great coach, and I think, you know, obviously his resume is unbelievable. But I think you get him in these huge games, and he relies so much on his quarterback running the ball. I mean, I think Barrett ran yeah. it. 30 times or 25 times against Michigan? The game, I mean, historically, the games he's
1: lost has, has been because of that. You look at the Michigan State Big I Ten mean, game. It, like, he refused to hand the ball off to Carl side for whatever reason. That right,
2: and, you know, these games were, like, so there is potential. I mean, look what they get against Oklahoma. They, they're they the underdog. They, you know, they, I think it's like, oh, let's go show the world who we are. And Barrett's throwing the ball over a place. Yeah, 30 and, carries. Yeah, yeah and then, you know, Nebraska scores 62 overtime, points. I think he had a ton of. Tony ton of
1: yards he a, in that game. He had 11 carries against uh, – no, sorry, 8 carries against Nebraska. Right. So, but, yeah, he ran it 26 times against Indiana. He's got some games where – I mean, he yeah, struggled
2: big time. 20, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were pretty conservative against Penn State. Yeah. So, like, my big – I think the biggest concern for I have in this game is, okay, I want to see this first quarter, you know, if they're going to try to open it up a little bit. Or are they going to kind of – Dink and dunk and run, let's run JT around the edge, you know, five straight times or whatever. I think, and hey, look, it might work. And look, look what happened against Notre Dame and Michigan last year when, it, when they went back to basics and just ran the ball like crazy. You know, you saw two pretty impressive wins. It could happen, but like, it's just, I get a little concerned with Meyer relying so much on Barrett running the ball. It's just, you're asking for disaster when you run you're running your quarterback. When you got Tim Tebow, who's like a fullback, that's different. It's a different story. You yet. know, Barrett is not a, I mean, he's not a he small guy, but he's not a huge also guy either. He wasn't
1: a great thrower. Who's Barrett, that? T-Bow. He wasn't great right. throwing the ball. I mean, he, he piled up very good numbers, obviously, one of right. the guys in and whatnot, but he wasn't a throwing quarterback. He was a throw second quarterback. Yeah. And Barrett should be a throw first quarterback. He should be. Yeah. Just the way that their offense has been geared. I'm with you. I think they've relied on him too much and they have. Mike Weber's quietly had a really right. hell of a season, and there's been times where you're like, why isn't he touching the ball more? And there's been games where Curtis Samuel he gets his touches, but a lot of times it's it's all you know short passes where
2: and, 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 and
1: they have to keep doing that because he's he's probably I think he's probably and this is like the my big player on the
2: fear fieldwork. as as for, for the Buckeyes if they can win this game with that approach and if you try going doing that, going to Alabama and say hey we're gonna run the ball down your throat. Good luck with that, buddy. I'm just saying, like I think you're more likely to do that than throw <coughs> against some with Ohio you, State's receivers. You, but you got to do you got something. To, you have
1: to. You have to mix it up. You can't against Absolutely. Alabama. That's obviously good. You remember that two Four, thousand fourteen
2: game? The way they were just throwing they it all over the place. And yeah, there's
1: their offensive line. This Evan Spencer no throwing up. the halfback pass. They didn't have Isaiah burst. Prince on that offensive line yeah. in two thousand fourteen. Right, and as good as Weber is, he's not Zeke Elliott. Um, you think Barrett's coming back? Yeah. Where's
2: he gonna go? Uh, no, I. He's I, not an. He's not an early. I agree. Round pick. He's not a first two, two. He might. They're saying he would be like a maybe a fifth or sixth round pick yeah. if he came out.
1: I, I don't know that he'll improve his stock a whole lot. I think he kind of is what he is at this point, which is a
2: hell of a college I mean, quarterback. But next year could be the year that they're just lights out.
1: Yeah, I mean they're a year early, just like they were in 2014. I know. In 2014, they weren't supposed to be that team. They were
2: supposed to be. But kind of, you know, ready for 2015. But the, uh, that's the thing. Which, don't don't you know? It's, right. You say they're you never early. know how it's going to shake out. You do it. Yeah, you gotta, you yeah, gotta yeah do think, it. Well, yeah. I mean,
1: take the chance when like they have it, of course. But you look at it; they're going to lose some guys that I think I don't. I think they thought they were going to have next year. Malik Hooker should probably be gone. Yeah.
2: Samuel? Just, can he? Can he leave?
1: He can. I don't think he will. Um. But they're going to lose. Garen Conley's going to be gone. Um, I don't know if Raquan McMillan's going to leave or not because I saw him get like a third round grade, which I thought was really low for him.
2: Yeah. Um, but he's an inside backer, right? Yeah. Those guys are a diamond dozen in the NFL. Yeah,
1: that's true, I suppose. Unless it's, your lights yeah. out off, he's, on paper. He's been insane. I mean, he's been awesome in college. No, he's I agree. Hell, yeah, he's a hell of a player. So they're going to lose a couple guys, but next year's really their year when those guys, you know, have another season under their belts. And right they should be able to have What do you guys think? What's your bats?
2: prediction on this bad boy? This is the one. i am
1: I'm going to take Ohio State baseline coaching. I just think Urbans Urban and Saban I think are head and shoulders ahead of everyone else in college. I yeah. don't think anyone is really close to them outside of those. Yeah, you're
2: going to you're going to see some something different out of, out of this. I mean, and they were they were pretty vanilla against Michigan. Pretty conservative. No. Yeah. I think you're going to see something a little different in, yeah. in this game. And I you're right. Weather conditions could help think to maybe open things up a little bit more. So, yeah. What do you think? It's a high scoring game, low scoring game?
1: Yeah. High 20s. Maybe One winners in the 30s, losers around. I could see like
2: 24, 24 21, 28,
1: 24, something
2: like that. I would say like probably that. like
1: 31, 27 ish. Much. It'll be like 45, 40, 42. 40. It'll be like the
2: title think,
0: game last year. What uh, do you think, I'm inclined to lean toward Ohio State, but. I wanna see how the offensive line holds up. Yeah. Um that's the one concern I have, I guess. And uh yeah, I I think it's gonna be high scoring, although I thought the Ohio State Michigan game was gonna have more points than it did as well. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, see
1: I didn't. I thought both I think both of those teams Michigan especially rely so much on their defense that I thought they yeah. were going to try to play field position. They did, but I you know. Turning the ball over three yeah, days. I didn't. The ball I wasn't
0: saying days. that was going to be a shootout, yeah. but I, 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 felt like there was a, a, and I guess I mean really, it, it ended. Up, the final score ended up getting to where I thought it would be, but it took double overtime to, to get there. You know, Cle- so.
2: Clemson's been a weird team to, to track all year. They've been really, they, they just they, are Jekyll on high. They're up and down. You don't know what you're getting. They've got day. that hangover,
0: from. Last year, I feel like, right. and, and
1: sort of like Florida State had after exactly
0: the year after Florida State won, the ad- the Or even Ohio State, Ohio State last Kansas year, Kansas same State thing State. to a to a degree. But so they, were, they, well, they weren't they were in that weird. But spot they weren't the defending the champ.
1: and they were in that weird spot with the quarterbacks. They didn't know which guys was starting. Yeah, they were in sort of a different position. You look at Florida State; Jameis was their guy when they won it, and he was their guy the following year, and they just. Didn't look that great. They end up getting just like Clemson's doing this year. Yeah. They kind of trudged through a, a, a ho-hum regular season.
0: Well, just to bring it full circle, you talked at the beginning of this about Trubisky saying, like, his stock might never be higher than it is this year. Think about where Deshaun Watson's stock was after last season. Yeah. It's lower. It's and dropped. it unquestionably it's lower this year. Right. Um, I mean, he was
1: – I mean, he was – Shoe in number one pick before the season started, and now it's like, is he even the best one in the class?
0: Right,
2: so, right. He's he's lumped in with that Trubisky, Deshaun Kaiser, and... and some other. I think something. Then a fourth guy. I don't. I don't even yeah, remember. don't know it is.
1: That too much yet, but but yeah,
2: it's kind of like you throw those four guys in a head and you just pick one, and you know you don't know who's gonna be
1: right. Yeah, but no, I th- I'm I I'm with you. I think they are sort of one of those hangover teams that just never really found the rhythm this year that they had last year for whatever reason. I mean they lost some good players, so that's
2: obviously part of it, but um I think another factor with Barrett is that I think I think he's hungry. I think I mean he was part of that fourteen team and he he was the driver the whole way and then he, you know, hey, sorry, he got injured yeah. and you know, he, he I think he I wonder, he I wonder if he's driven by like missing that opportunity to get in that playoff and, and, and win it and to see Cardell do that. Not having him being – and last year kind of being in that, f- that mix. Weird, yeah, that weird – yeah. Last year was just never you know. seemed to – nothing seemed to really click on offense. So he's this is his moment now. You'll, you know, you wonder how how much he's thinking about that in the back of his and mind. I think
1: – I mean, he's just you hear the way that Urban talks about him. He thinks, you know, he's going to be a coach one day. He's one of those more cerebral guys, and that's how he's gotten where he is. He's not the most gifted guy. He's not most physically talented, but – he understands the game, and he always seems to show up when you need him to the most. Right, like he could have a whole hum game, and then fourth quarter turn it on, and you know take the game away. And we've seen him do it a few times. Just um, you just
2: hope Meyer has. They have this game plan that allows him to do that.
1: And but Meyer's never been a guy that doesn't show up in big games. He's lost a couple. No, I agree. But he always He's shows up.
2: Ten and two in bowl yeah. games. Was
1: one of was one of them. The one to Lloyd car.
2: Yes. Yeah, and I think I can't remember the other one. Clemson. Yeah, you're right. So if he's yeah. done two, then it's got to be yep. Clemson. But we all know what he did against the Buckeyes in 06. Yeah. It's
0: the only time the Buckeyes have lost the game out at the Fiesta Bowl. There you go. Was uh, when Urban was on the other sideline. Stat right there. There you me. go. That's funny. <laughs> I, and they've been, been out there a lot this
1: it's to me. My aunt actually lives out in Scottsdale, and my uncle works for a bank there that sponsors. The game, and she always messages me like, "We got really good tickets. If you want to come." And then I go online and see that t- flights are nine hundred dollars to get out there. Yeah. Ohio State. Do they People get tickets this year? So much. Yeah, they go every year. Huh. They go every year. They got awesome seats.
2: Can't get an airfare out there.
1: No, it's like for me and my wife, it'll be like almost two grand. Wow. We looked the morning of the like announcement of the matchups, and flights were eight hundred bucks already cheapest ones we could find
2: oh my out of cleveland insane. or did you try detroit we pittsburgh?
1: looked akron um we didn't look pittsburgh we looked Col- obviously columbus was high we looked indy we looked anywhere we could we even looked at flying into uh, vegas but being new year's right. day, yeah vegas isn't cheap like it is a lot of right. times so because we could fly into vegas rent a car and drive down That's like three four hours yeah but just couldn't figure out a way that it was
0: anywhere
2: near so where's, North what's North. your level of excitement at one to ten for the uh the big weekend
0: coming up Oh, I'm I'm way up there. I think it's going to be. Uh, I mean, in, in totality,
2: not just the Ohio State game.
0: Oh, um, little, Friday. Put it to you this way: them. I I have no regrets about us waiting this deep into bowl season to talk about the college bowl <laughs> games because I don't think we've missed anything up to this point. Right. But no. I do think it's going to get significantly better from here on out. Um,
2: are you Are you invested on Monday? <clears> are you off work on Monday?
0: Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll be watching them all, so and uh, yeah, I'm in. It'll okay. be a good time.
1: Yeah, I'm off on the second, so I'll, I'll still sit down and watch them like I always do. Um, I think having like, I just think the gap's going to mess it up for a little bit for me. I just think I'm not going to feel yeah, that's, like I normally that, do. That
2: Sunday could be yeah, a little, a little weird. <laughs> but if you're hungover on Saturday, you're good, right? If you're hungover on on Sunday, you're good to go. Uh, those days
0: I love are
1: being hungover. On, I got my pork. <laughs> And like my sauerkraut that I always eat for New Year's Day, and I sit down and watch. So football, it's got to sit there for. to the sit there for twenty four <laughs> hours. Oh my! Well,
0: we we did not set a time record on this one, but I do think we set an f bomb record. Uh, although we came so close too. on the time as well, we were well north of an hour. Poto, before we get out of here, anything uh, you want to plug?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm you know I'm obviously tracking this Mr. Bisky story. I'm hoping I'm hoping that I can break the news, but we'll see. You know, he should be making some sort of announcement. After the Sun Bowl, his dad said, "Told me he'll make an announcement when he gets off the plane." I'm like, "Really? Wow. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe we'll know something." I'm the tarmac. I know. All <laughs> so right. maybe we'll so know he's something. Not gonna,
1: he's not going to say it from the locker room. I don't.
2: So hey, listen, I'm he'll probably get Twenty questions yeah. in the post game yeah. about that. So he says he's going to take his time. He's got his flight from El Paso to Charlotte and then Charlotte or Chapel Hill, whatever they fly into. And then Charlotte is going to come back up to Cleveland. So he says when he gets to Cleveland, hopefully he'll have will have an answer. So All right. we shall see.
0: Well, you can read Poto's story on that whenever Mr. Trubisky makes his big decision on uh, news-herald.com. Uh, follow him on Twitter. I'm Go ahead. At Poto. At M. M. Poto. M. Poto. And uh, as for us, you can now stream every one of our past episodes on TheNailPodcast.com. I know that uh, folks have been kind of looking for some of the older ones, uh, particularly the Paul Heyman episode from back in February. We uh, had some of those early episodes kind of gone away for a little while when um, we switched servers over the summer, but we went and reloaded everything up so you can get every episode on com. Go like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thenailpodcast. Uh, We've been posting some other stuff up on there outside of just episodes of the show. Uh, Earlier this week, we shared an image from uh, your awesome sports front um, from the day after Christmas (laughs) Uh, that went viral all all around the country. Picked up by uh, Awful Announcing and Darren Ravel of ESPN and uh, a bunch of the other uh, national outlets... um, with Howard Primer's excellent uh, headline, uh, Troll in the Warriors, once again, uh, good stuff there. And uh, if you like our show and uh, you want to catch all our future episodes, um, go subscribe. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play Music. Uh, so uh, you can always check us out on there. So we will be back next week. Enjoy the ball games in the meantime. Uh, our thanks again to Mark Podolski of the News Herald for joining us. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, Trav, Happy New Year to you. You as well, my friend. All right, Same and we will uh, we will be back next week, and we will talk to you then.
3: Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go.